You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up for Friday, March the 3rd. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us again this morning is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. I guess it was too much to expect that we could get another week after having such a good run all year, but uh, we learned to deal with that before, so... Let's have it out. Nothing new under the sun, I guess, Eric. And of course, <laughs> uh, this weekly wrap-up is brought to you by the Sprott Money Precious Metal Storage Program. We've got five international storage vaults and the most competitive prices in the industry. So please visit our international storage page at SprottMoney.com to learn more. Eric, like you said, we've had a great run, but nothing lasts forever, and we're in a bit of a pullback here. Uh, it seems to be, this is all related to the Job boning of the Fed governors this week, talking about all of a sudden hiking rates in a couple of weeks. What do you what do you make of all this? Sure, um, I you know rather than call it a pullback, I'd probably call it a smackdown. Um, when in particular when I look at uh, silver and realize that in uh, forty minutes there was one hundred and fifty million ounces of paper silver liquidated, which is you know, roughly two and a half billion dollars, which of course no market could ever possibly hope to deal with that. So anybody looking at that knows that it's the boys at work, okay? And it's it's shocking that the regulator uh, would allow, for example, 20% of all the silver production in the world to be sold in a 40-minute span uh, and have that kind of impact. And it's obviously not a uh, bona fide seller. There's no no company even produces 150 million ounces. There's, there probably aren't seven people in the world that own 150 million ounces, of which uh, our silver fund is one of them, and the, the SLV would be one of them. And, you know, there's only a few others. So this is not uh, physical uh, silver. This is uh, paper silver, and it, it's fully a smackdown. And it'll be interesting to see uh, how quickly we can recover from it. Yes, it is uh, definitely a fraudulent process of determining price, but it is the one that we're stuck with. One other note, item to note off of the COMEX, March silver deliveries have begun. If you want to call it that, that's kind of an oxymoron, COMEX silver delivery. Um, nonetheless, they've begun, and they are oversubscribed, if you will. We've got about 36 million ounces standing, but only 30 million ounces in the registered category. expect they'll probably shuffle some ounces around to cover that, wouldn't you think, Eric? Well, you know, it's, Craig, it's a very tough topic, the COMEX and deliveries, and, you know, we're always expecting a squeeze sometime, and miraculously, some of the contracts don't, uh, in fact, take delivery or... Some someone comes up with some silver by maybe uh, uh, redeeming some units of the SLV and taking physical silver out of there. And, of course, even that process makes it look like there's a seller of silver, right? Because we get it reported that there's tons of silver leaving the SLV. Meanwhile, it's going over the COMEX to make delivery. So, I mean, it's a situation that we, we've always dreamed that someday there's a bona fide shortage, which I think one can honestly expect someday. Uh, but I never put much credence in one month's data because there's so much maneuvering room that the cartel has here. So, uh, I mean, I'd love it to happen, and I'm glad to see that uh, there are nominations of that uh, magnitude. Uh, but do I expect uh, fireworks? Uh, not really, but uh, I hope they I hope they happen someday, as we fully expect they will. Now, last week, Eric, we talked about the mining shares being down kind of in general and across the board. And we kind of related a lot of that to some of the disappointing results of some of the, the larger miners. But that trend has continued this week, and now some of the indices are down as much as 15% in just the past two weeks. 
Is this uh, just a normal correction in an up market, or is this something we should be paying more attention to? You know, Craig, again, I think I'd call it a smackdown. The GDX fell 10%. I think it was on Tuesday between 2 and 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. While gold was down like $4 or $5. It was totally out of out of uh, sync with what was really going on. And the same is true. for the, We had about a 20% decline here on a, uh, what do we have, about a 3% pullback in the gold price? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of outsized. And I, again, I believe orchestrated. And it's one of the things that, you know, when when we're in these markets, we, we just have to get used to it, that there's forces out there that want people not to invest in gold and silver in the shares. And, of course, the question is, you know, how quickly can we rebound from this? And, you know, I'd like to see them hang in here. And uh, there's lots of people outside of North America that are believers in gold and outside of the paper markets that are believers in gold and silver. So we'll see whether we win this battle. Eric, the big news this week has been all of the Fed governors out there uh, flapping their gums and jawboning about higher rates all of a sudden and rate hike odds for this next uh, FOMC meeting that's coming up in two weeks have suddenly soared to make it look like it's a fait accompli. Now, uh, Yellen is speaking later today, and she may confirm or deny that. But what do you make of this? Is the economic data something that is strong enough suddenly for a rate hike? Uh, you know, we haven't had any rate hikes in 10 years. Now we're all of a sudden going to get two in three months. What do you think, Eric? I, I think saying the economy is strong is, a, is quite a misstatement. I mean, the auto sales were weak. The store sales seem to be weak. The retail sales are weak. The personal income's weak. Uh, personal spending's weak. Uh, we got the whole healthcare thing, you know, in the U.S. So no, I and I, I, you know, I think they do this to to maybe even help them in the gold market for a little while. A bunch of people come out and say they're going to raise rates. Of course, typically, as you well know, Craig, after the rate goes up, that's when gold really goes. So it's just something we have to live through, and it's people, I think, posturing for the most part. So that's the way I view it. Eric, one last question. Uh, you know, it's been such a long time since we've had a, a bona fide bull market in gold and silver. Uh, you've lived through a couple of them, and a lot of folks are wondering, what does it feel like? Does it feel like this? Is this, uh, you know, we've got a, a bounce going on, or is this the real thing? And, and can you relate back to what it was like uh, back in the early part of sure. this century when prices were rising, even though interest rates were rising? It's always trying. There's more losing days than winning days. The losing days are tough. You know, they're sharp. Um, but it, it's just a tough thing to endure. And it, I always find it surprising we had that 11-year bull market. But, you know, you felt battered at the end of it all. So that's just something that we uh, learned to have to deal with. And uh, I think this is just another episode in that same battle that we have. So we'll, we'll survive this one as well. And, again, you, I'm sure you recall from the period 2003 to 2008, gold price tripled but yet that was a period of alleged growth and and higher interest rates so it is possible isn't it and all sorts of smackdowns too i mean i can guarantee it wasn't easy i was there i were early 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 on in the gold market so um i i you you, ne- you never felt like you were uh, standing on terra firma if you know what i mean because someone would come along and pull the rug out from under you at, at, at a moment's notice so and that seems to be kind of what's what we're going through right now but ultimately, you know, the, the true state of, of the supply and demand will determine where the price goes. And I think physically we're in good shape. So I'm not, uh, I'm not about to panic. 
Well, it certainly seems like we're set up for another interesting week ahead with uh, the yeah. speech from uh, Yellen this afternoon. We've got the employment data next week and then the FOMC on the 14th and 15th. I look forward to speaking with you again next Friday just to see how things shake out. Okay, Craig. All the best. And from everyone here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening and have a great weekend. 